Welcome to Spiritual Sisters Collective Raw and Real with me, your host, Lisa Williams, where we're going to talk about spirituality, mental health, and well being, and so much more. Let's get on with today's show. And today we have another beautiful spiritual sister in the house. Please do introduce yourself. Hi Lisa, thank you for having me and yeah my my name is Marina the Soul Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Wow, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Tell our listeners Straight what is that, that sounds incredible. Uh, so it's uh, basically, I, I run a spiritual business and mm-hmm. so I, I work with people on, on a soul level which you know, if you know working in a spiritual business you're going to work with people on a soul level but I, I'm the soul alchemist because I like to create transformation, I like to bring magic into my work and I use a variety of tools so it feels like I've kind of like you know got all of these things to hand and like an alchemist would and you know to create transformation and breakthroughs and magic so I, that's why I'm called the Soul Alchemist. That's so beautiful. So have you always been known as that? Yes, I have. Yes, I yeah. love that. What is in you have always, that's been the work that you've always done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I started working with Tarot years and years and years ago when I was in my corporate career, even before corporate career. Um, and... Yeah. And then when I stepped into my spiritual business, I was using still a variety of things um, whilst I was still kind of navigating, you know, my, my main thing, which eventually became my Akashic work. But I was still using tarot. I was still using pendulum. I was still kind of doing energy healing. So yeah, I've always, I've always been known as the soul alchemist. Yeah. Wow. Mm. So it was definitely not a gift that you hid away in your day-to-day job when you were working in sort of retail I I didn't really do the energy healing or anything like that I would had the tarot stuff going on in the background I would do it with friends and family but I was very much focused on my career because I loved my career um because I I had a creative career I was working in retail but I um I uh, was a visual merchandising manager, so I was, you know, uh, managing the the look of the windows, the in-stores, so it was very creative, um, and I've done lots of, like, visual merchandising, different types of jobs, so, yeah, I I kind of really focused on that and kind of got myself to a position that I, you know, I was was travelling all over the world doing what I did, and then I went through a series of redundancies, and that's when I really came to the kind of crossroads started to question okay well what am I here to do if I'm not supposed to to go back into that that industry so that's where the soul searching happened and I eventually discovered the Akashic Records but in that process I started to pick up my tarot cards in a much bigger way I I started to work with angels which I'd never done before Uh, I did Reiki one and two I think people always step into Reiki as 100% first protocol didn't really gel with me um so okay. I like, okay well I've done one and two that's fine mm-hmm. um, and it was angelic Reiki which is why I did it because it got the angel connection and then I discovered the Akashic Records so that was kind of my stepping stone to the Akashic Records stuff I've always used a pendulum so my pendulum has always kind of been there in the background as well so mm-hmm. um yeah so that's kind of how I got into it so to answer your question I kind of was doing a little bit in the background 
but it wasn't really, really prominent. I wasn't charging or doing anything like that because I didn't really trust my intuition that much. It was very much coming from the head. It was very logical reading the, you know, the, the, the meanings of the cards from the book because I didn't quite trust myself in terms of giving, you know, maybe what I was, uh, what I was picking up or allowing myself to actually just let go of the book and just kind of read the card and read the energy of the person. So that's something that's had to come um, over time. Absolutely. It definitely takes time and, and practice for sure. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Before we go into the Akashic Records, for anyone who's listening, who's like, I have no idea what that even means. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that if you hadn't have been made redundant, you'd still be very much in that line of work and this wouldn't have happened? So do you feel that was kind of divine guidance and timing for you? Oh, gosh, absolutely. Um I would very much be kind of, yeah, in that doing whatever I would be doing now. And I wouldn't be, I would just would not be on this trajectory. So it was definitely divinely planned and guided because I kept going back into retail. I kept finding new jobs to have. And so I got made redundant four times before I actually said, okay, okay, sign me a sign. (laughs) I'm very stubborn and my ego is very stubborn. you know, very stuck with having consistent income and all of that that programming, because that's the way that I've, you know, been conditioned to how to receive money. So to to kind of let go of that and go into it, like having your own business and inconsistency and and doing all of these things that you you don't have to do when you're, you know, being supported by a company, that was scary. And so my ego is like, no way, I'm not doing any of this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> until, I, until I've met the Akashic Records and then I, I kind of changed my mind. But I mean, I can resonate. I've been in business myself. So I've been self-employed for 20 years. So it's in mm. business. I, I, you know, I've always been entrepreneurial. I think probably way before that, really, even when I was in high school. But I had the security for 17 years of those 20 years of being in the same business with my dance school. So coming away from that financial security yeah. and all I ever really knew most of my life to come into this different world, into a spiritual world, helping women rather than being in in-person world in a studio, helping children was just so opposite. So I, I totally understand. And we we sometimes fear the unknown, don't we? Because we're kind of we, we just want to be safe. Oh, you know, and we want to be safe yeah. in that. And um, even though dance is coming back into my life in a slightly different way, kind of weaving it back in, because it'll always be part of me. And I guess the same for you with being visual. You're mm-hmm. always going to have that creativity and you probably weave that in in your work, right? Those skills that you Oh, absolutely. Had. I do. Because I, I, I did, you know, even though I was doing very um, practical, you know, trainings and things like that, I would yeah. also create all of the guides and the kind of the training manuals and stuff. So that comes into in that those skills come in really well for like doing posting and, you know, creating my workbooks for my Akashic Masterclasses and so, yeah, there's a lot of transferable skills that definitely do come across for sure. Absolutely. So for anyone listening who's like Akashic Records, I have no idea what she is talking about. Let us know. <laughs> Tell us a little bit. Yeah, so the Akashic Records, I, I I wasn't aware of them until five and a half years ago either. So I totally get it. I couldn't even say it. Um, and so... <sighs> 
yeah, I'm just trying to think now. So I've been in business four and a half years. So actually, it was five years ago, just over five years ago that I connected with the Akashic Records. And this is where my ego really needed some big proof that this was the direction that I needed to go in. And this was my, you know, I suppose my niche at that time. And I was, the well, the Akashic Records, first of all, are an energetic database. So they're in the spiritual realms. They basically are a library. That's how we tend to perceive them, because it's the easiest visual that we can come into, bring into our mind. Mm-hmm. And if you can imagine that each book represents a lifetime that you've had, um, you know, as a physical, in a physical human form. And so all of these books that fill your library is your Akashic Records. And each book would, uh, would, basically go back to your soul's creation and that soul's creation could be may not even be here on in earth it could be you know from a different star system or whatever so you know we've got galactic records as well that sit in our akashic records and so all of this information mm-hmm. um, about your soul is held in the akashic records so every choice thought consequence action relationship memory um Anything that you can think of that fills your, you know, daily life in terms of what you do is all recorded in the Akashic Records. So it's it's kind of held there. And so as we're becoming more conscious and more self-aware, more, more and more people are discovering the Akashic Records and are able to uh, find their way to access their own records to learn more about the, you know, about themselves. And the, the benefits of using the Akashic Records is to, to heal things that uh, are kind of still plaguing you today. So like certain karmic um, patterns and programmings or blocks that you have going on. It can be to get guidance and insight from your guides. It can be also to unlock soul gifts and psychic powers and things like that. Gifts that maybe you're not using in this lifetime that, you know, you perhaps you were like this really famous author or singer or teacher. Uh, and, you know, you could really do some of, do with some of those skills in this lifetime. You can go back and connect to that lifetime and unlock the, the energy of that gift to then start to utilize it. And you can also install what I like to do is install success anchors as well. And this helps to influence your future. We can't mm-hmm. tell the future in the Akashic Records because there's okay. just too many options that we can do. Mm-hmm. But we can influence it and kind of I, I like to use it with the new moon in particular, use the Akashic Records because you're installing these intentions into your present lifetime book, which then kind of helps the trajectory of that outcome of your intention. So mm-hmm. um, I use success anchors also in the records. But that's essentially what they are. And up until like the kind of the last 30 years, as I say, it was only, you know, really highly conscious people that were able to access them. So people like saints and prophets and, um, you know, very, very highly religious, conscious people. But, um, you know, they're known, the Akashic Records are known all over the all over the globe and they've kind of been around since the beginning of time. So they're not a new age concept. They are mentioned in the Bible. They're known as the Book of Life and the Akash. So it's 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 a fascinating realm to kind of delve into, but also to support you in your life, in your business and your business have it has its own Akashic records. Your property has its own Akashic records. Um, your pets have their own Akashic records. The country, the regions that you sit in or live in, the, the, the world you know, mother right. has her own Akashic records. So it, it's fascinating to, to start using that realm. Yeah, it, oh, it really does sound incredibly fascinating. Um, I had a lady who approached me once and she was doing it and she mentioned something oh, about, 
Oh, you slightly froze then. Oh, um, right, sorry. That's okay. I had a lady who mentioned something to me about Akashic Records, um, and she, but it was more of where you kind of said that you don't predict the future. She kind of had said of a vision that she saw of me um, that is, I guess, slowly coming true, really. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. So do you feel that once you've kind of had those read that, you get more clarity of of who you truly are is it is it kind of that light bulb moment of like oh right this makes sense yeah absolutely so if when I work with people um we work with an intention so something that they're really wanting to happen what they want to actively work upon mm-hmm. and then we can go into the ra- records or I go into the records to find out basically what the blocks are to that are not supporting that that client with realizing that intention and so it might be that they've got vows from past life that you know they've created that means that they've pledged to for instance if the energy of the vow is suffering that they're pledging in this lifetime to still attract experiences people relationships and circumstances that allow them to choose the energy you know to choose suffering rather than step out of that and that's because they've pledged it so that can still you know, still affect somebody today just from the choice that they made maybe 20 lifetimes ago. So it's really, it's really key to understand some of the past life choices or present life choices that you've made that are still now affecting you energetically and you're still upholding the pattern. And that's the thing that keeps you in that loop. So understanding these types of things and how it's affecting your choices and your behavior patterns is or your mindset or your, you know, your beliefs is really, really useful, but also you can absolutely understand more about who you are. So you can understand where your soul originates from and the characteristics of that. You can understand what your archangel realm gifts are. And that just also, it's kind of layers of the personality, the soul personality. So you can find stuff out like that from the records. And that really does help then um, give you give yourself permission to be the person you know be the soul in the human body that you're here to be and not who you're being told to be I love that do you know do you ever come across people where obviously people come and work with you and they have the incredible one-to-one service that you provide but is it very much like as I read a lot of energy so if you're on like I say a zoom call or you're seeing someone in the street whatever do you actually go oh my goodness I can feel that this has happened. Like you're not going to go up and tell them unless they ask, but good. Do you feel that? Or do you have to have that connection with that person? Yeah, no, I, 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 I use dowsing. So I, I access the Akashic records in a very practical conscious uh-huh. way. So I use dowsing, whereas some people will go into meditation and they will visually yeah. see, which okay. I, I can teach in that way, but I uh-huh. myself it's a very conscious, very separate, disconnected process. And okay, I, I and from my gifts, I'm not a person that feels energy in that way. I don't, I'm not a medium, so I, I can't, yeah. um, I can't kind of predict what people's, you know, the, the kind of minute details of what people have, you know, experienced and stuff like that. That's just not my gift. Yeah. so I would love that gift but it's not mine it's not mine to yeah have, so. well it, it can be a blessing <laughs> like it can be a blessing for sure and it was something because I have that gift which I never uh-huh. seen it as a gift to be able to kind of read people's energies and I kind of know their intentions towards me I've always okay. been able to feel a good and bad vibe of you know the room and and where it's going um, yeah, I can feel the, the bad and good vibes of rooms and stuff like that but yeah as far as it would go yeah mm. 
yeah it's fascinating though isn't it when we kind of delve into that and I think so many times in our in our life our the society we block these gifts out because of fear of you know being a little bit weird or a bit woo woo or a bit wacky which I love now I totally embrace it I embrace the woo woo and the wackiness <laughs> absolutely I'm a, I think if we're in this if we're in this we have to go all in go all in <laughs> that's it you know but you know what it's been it's much more acceptable now you know a lot of people are kind of really understanding the 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 power of using the moon and, you know, start to really connect in with crystals, which is, you know, the, the kind of like, I think that for me is the first steps of what we do. Yeah. And then obviously you can then take it much further and go into quantum stuff and the cash records or galactic stuff, take it wherever you want, you know, it's where, wherever you, you feel drawn to explore. Yeah. I love that word. That's what I've been using a lot. It is about exploring. Isn't yeah. It? It's being curious it's, and it's allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to explore uh, without judgment and, you know, just really going for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like you said about Reiki, it was, you know, you did it and you might have enjoyed it, but it wasn't for you for whatever no. reason. Whereas I absolutely, oh my gosh, like I loved it. I connected with my nan on my third attunement. I just, it was oh, just wow. beautiful. So I think it was kind of a bit of an up level for me. Oh, yeah. And, and that's it, isn't it? It's like any sort of practices, spiritual tools. It's about exploring. Okay, this doesn't fit. And also going back to something sometimes. So if something's not working right now, it doesn't mean that in a few weeks, months or years time absolutely. that actually it won't be right for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I still love Reiki. I mean, I'll, I'll go and have a monthly Reiki session. So I love receiving it, but it's just not mm. for me to actually give. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. If there's sometimes it is about timing and it might be that yeah something's just put on the back burner for a little bit and then eventually you go back to it so that's also okay you know not judging ourselves around not getting everything completed straight away you know because that's how we've been taught to we've been taught Mm -hmm. to finishers and um you know it's bad if you don't complete everything or you know you're not focusing just on the one thing and getting it all done we can have a million things go on the go I do I do millions of courses all at the same time I've got millions of books on the go and I've you know and I've not fully completed them and that's I've had to really kind of learn to give myself the grace around that though because we're not taught to um educate ourselves in that way Mm -hmm. talking of books yes talking of books we were in a book together, weren't we, my we lovely? Are. We Best are. selling international authors, I might add. Oh, my goodness. What an incredible ride it's actually been. Um, it's just been phenomenal, hasn't it, to, to be part of this? It's, it's been brilliant. And we've, um, to kind of bring the, the, the right ladies together to... You know what I mean? So the, the group, I mean, it was all divinely, all divinely created, which is great, by Leona. And we were just the right people to, to join and to be in the same book together. So, and kind of going through all of the people's stories, I mean, I can see where we're all connected, do you know what I mean? So, it's, so beautiful. It's fabulous. And it's an amazing book. There's so, just so much, um, so much wisdom and you can see the challenges that each one of us have had and the, the 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 way that we've been able to kind of work through them and have those breakthroughs and the things that we've used to support that and you know the support that we've had around us it's it's such a wonderful book it really is yeah, yeah. 
Oh, honestly, I'm just so thrilled to be part of it. So if anyone's listening, it's called How to Create Everything You've Ever Wanted. It's on Amazon right now. I'm going to put that link in the show notes as well. So go and buy yourself a copy because it is pretty epic if I do say so myself. It is. It absolutely is. So what is next for my gorgeous lady? What have you got planned? What have you got coming up? Anything exciting? Yeah, actually, um, although I do a lot of Akashic work and I've got um, this, well, it was fairly recently I launched my Akashic Code, which is uh, teaching other people how to use the Akashic Records, which is a massive step for me because I've been putting that off so long, not feeling I was ready to step into a teacher role. Yeah. but I've just recently launched um, a pendulum business masterclass and again I've been using pendulum since I was like early 20s but Mm -hmm. I haven't felt again uh, ready to step into the teacher role with a pendulum so I've got a masterclass that's coming up Uh, it's on the 22nd of November so 22 11 22 so I thought that was a really potent date to do something and it's going to be sharing my tips, tricks and hacks on how you can use a pendulum to elevate success in your business. So oh, I love the sound yeah, of that. So there will be charts. It will be understanding, you know, uh, you know, effective questions that you can do. Mm-hmm. So that people know that you can use a pendulum for dowsing, but actually you can create magic and alchemy. You can clear and heal and activate and up level. So there's lots of little things that you're going to be learning and you're going to be using it as a really potent way to connect with the soul of your business as well. So it's, it's yeah, it's to get guidance from your business. So I'm going to be teaching all of this in this masterclass. Oh, so. this sounds very exciting. Mm. Before I leave you today, if anyone's listening and they are maybe in a job that maybe they do love, but they know that there's more to life than, than this, there's something else. What, and I know there's many, but what tip would you give that beautiful lady listening today? I would suggest really connecting in with your heart and being honest with yourself in terms of where you feel you're at with you with your work and if you know that you are here for more then what can you do to bring start to bring elements of that into your life so clearly we're not just going to drop a full-time job because from a practical perspective that's just not possible but can you maybe start to um you know do an evening class where you can start to learn or explore be curious about things outside of the kind of the norm where it's going to maybe allow you to spiritually expand and grow maybe understand yourself on a deeper level we bring more self self-awareness to you know to your life and find the right teacher find the right course and just allow yourself to do that just to start off with and that just in itself will start opening doors for you that's so beautiful yeah fabulous advice it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here today I'm going to pop your link in the show notes as well so people can come and find how incredible you are I just love your energy it's just so beautiful and um thank you so much for being here and I'll speak to you soon take care thank you bye and before you go today do come and check out what it is that I do over at spiritual sisters collective you'll find me on facebook I've got a community group and a page You'll also find me over at Instagram at Lisa Williams Spiritual Mentor. And you can also check out my website at spiritualsisterscollective.vipmembervault.com.
Speak to you soon.